What is up, everybody? Welcome to another week of Interview and Chill. This week, we have Micah Stewart here with us. And a little bit of background. Me and Drew have known Micah since basically the beginning of high school. Um, Drew used to live with Micah, so there's a little bit more of a connection there than I have. It's been interesting. But, yeah. It's been um, I guess time. I'll let Micah introduce himself a little bit more. Yeah. So, uh, hi there. Uh, my name's Micah. Um, as they mentioned, we've kind of all been friends since high school and uh, have only gotten closer during college. I got the chance to live with Drew and a couple other friends uh, last year. We all rented a house together near campus and uh, Grady has been a consistent uh, part of the circle for ages now. So it's real fun to be here. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, it's enjoyable actually getting to talk with people instead of being trapped in our rooms for COVID for the what is like social month and a month is necessary now. for Indeed. human survival. What? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, so I'm like I get interaction from this. I see my girlfriend every day, and then I work out with a friend like a few times a week. And other than that, don't get to see people very much. So it's nice getting to actually see you more in person. Yeah, you too. I mean, the most social interaction I've had in the last month is uh, saying hi to my girlfriend's grandparents and visiting my parents once. So this is much welcome. Yeah. Gotcha. So I guess I have a lot of college students on recently, given that, you know, most of the people I know are college students or they're people that are a lot older that don't know a whole lot about podcasting and don't want to be a part of it quite As yet. As if any yeah. of us do have an idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair, especially coming like senior year of college. Definitely a stressful time, but um, I guess one thing easy enough to start with is just what major you're in, I guess where you kind of started with college and like where you kind of foresee that all going. Yeah, totally. So I actually started at ASU as with engineering management as my major. And that lasted all of about three months before I transferred to computer science. <laughs> to be fair, it's a very exciting major. Oh, I yeah. don't know if my sarcasm is apparent, but trust me, it's great. Yeah, just don't ask me what engineering management is. I can't tell you what. Um, Wouldn't but... you be better getting like an engineering degree and a management degree than like some merger between? Like, don't yeah, you need to honestly, know enough science? I don't know what you're doing. I mean, basically. So since then, I've, I've switched to computer information systems. And although that sounds really similar, it's actually in the business school, not the engineering school. So there is a focus on like programming and coding and all of that software development side of things. But then um, about half of the courses are also your standard business courses, management, supply chain, marketing, accounting, et cetera. All those 300 level credits yeah. that you have to take just gives you a basic idea of pretty much everything. Exactly. You know, the end goal being that uh, I'll be a um, technically proficient <laughs> software guy who can actually talk to clients and my managers yeah. and stuff. A well-rounded human being. Exactly. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> That could definitely help if you wanted to like make your own business or something at some point. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship is something that I've always been pretty interested in. Um, I attribute that a lot to my grandpa. He, gotcha. What did he do? So, um, let's see. I'll start by, for context, saying that my grandpa was really old. He, <laughs> he uh, went to college right after World War II. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so like really, really old. Yeah, you know, this Wait, was... Um, he... hmm? Would he be like 100 now then? He 90? would be 95 
in January. Gotcha. Um, but after he uh, finished college, he went out and he started building houses and um, other businesses. He went on to, uh, he did a lot of things, but he went on to own several different hotels and other real estate properties in California and Alaska. He owned a furniture store. He was a founding member and board member of two different banks in Alaska. He did a lot of cool stuff and I got to hear all of his stories about entrepreneurship and, you know, his stories about how he would go about uh, doing things um, when I was younger. And that just kind of stuck with me, always became an interest. So um, most of college I spent looking for a way to kind of mix my interest in like technology with that kind of entrepreneurship business side of things. Gotcha. I can see that because you've been... Because when you were living with me and for a while, you were an engineering major, but you were always doing jobs that were very business focused. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, okay, I see it. But like, does he really want to be a comp sci engineer or like... Well, see, you know, that's the thing. When I... Um, that's how I realized that I didn't want to do computer science. Um, I had been doing it for a few years. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You know, it wasn't the coding itself that I didn't like. It was all the other parts of the major. It was the fact that I felt like there weren't very many um, real-world applications that I was being shown in my classes. And, you know, as much as I do like programming and think it's really useful, I could see myself doing that, but I don't want to just program eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I, tool, not a lifestyle. That frustrating. Exactly. Like, listen, I already spend enough time at a computer. It's where my hobbies are. It's where my current job is. It's, it's where my classes are. friends. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, I don't need more of that. Yeah. So you mentioned a few, like, I guess, business-type jobs. I, I've i always seen it as, like, you've almost been the equivalent of, like, Odd Jobs, Gintama. I don't know if you guys have seen that anime or not. But, um, a single so episode it, of basically, the 600. <laughs> man who just does lots of random odd jobs. Um, mm -hmm. So what has work experience been like for you? Or, like, it has, has it been very well been defined or not? Diverse. And how much okay. of it has been caused by nepotism? Sorry, what? And how much of it is caused by nepotism? Only a little bit. Okay. For those of you that don't know what that word means, it means from when someone in your family gets you a job. Yeah. It's a big word. We love nepotism here. It's great for us college students that have parents. Yeah. Yeah, if you got those connections, rock them. You know? I like to say that networking is half of uh, job searching. It is. Maybe more. Yeah. But uh, to answer your question, um, job experience, um, I haven't had one consistent type of job for gotcha. uh, very long. Um, in, I've done a lot of things where I've kind of just been working for myself odd jobs like you said um yeah. i i did like the soda business in yeah. high school oh, that yeah. was pretty entertaining oh well the thing is you couldn't sell food so he wasn't selling soda he was selling napkins for a dollar and giving you a free soda with the napkin <laughs> security guards would yeah. get mad at him so yeah that's a funny story in high school um during my senior year i think i um i started selling cans of soda at school just and, and I would just buy them by the box at like Fry's or some store, get a discount for buying a couple at a time. 
and I would just cram them into my backpack as many as I could fit. <laughs> it and, really was. And I sold them for a dollar a piece, you know, and it was, it wasn't a lot of money, but it was pocket change. I had to, you know, have Cheaper some spending money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cheaper than the vending machine. Um, and then eventually administration got uh, a little bit pissy about it and, uh, you know, threatened disciplinary action if I didn't stop. So to be fair, the police would have done the same. No, They're, they wouldn't. You have. need a vendor's license. No, you don't actually. I looked oh. up all of the rules and regulations from the uh, school policy, district policy, and state regulations on the topic after they threatened me and uh, <laughs> concluded that I was in the right but couldn't do anything about it because very thorough research has the power. And my favorite thing about this whole story that really just shows Micah's personality right there of, yeah, I can't win, but fuck you, I'm right. <laughs> Listen, I have never been particularly fond of authority and being told what to do. Um, it's just how I am, you know? That's how it ended well for a lot of people throughout history, so I don't think you should stop. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Listen, <laughs> entrepreneurship is a dream job for a lot of people. It's a great start, I feel, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but after that, I went on to do, um, I flipped items on eBay, and for anyone who doesn't know what that term means, flipping is where you, you just buy and resell items for a profit. I would go to thrift stores and occasionally garage sales or take items that friends and family members were going to get rid of, and I would sell them on eBay. Um, and it was surprisingly fairly profitable for the amount of time you have to put in. Um, there's a little bit of risk involved depending on how well you can source the items you're selling. Aren't they usually pretty cheap though, so there's not yeah. as yeah. much crazy risk as buying something that's worth $500. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the, the art of flipping on eBay, because you're shipping things out, you need to find items that are small and easy to ship because you don't want your shipping costs to right. eat into your profits, yeah. but valuable enough that you can actually, they're worth selling. I've heard coffee mugs are good. I had not considered that, but that's an awesome idea. Like your little don't be a salty bitch coffee mug that, that I was, absolutely love. <laughs> that was, I can't remember if it was a birthday or I anniversary, was... but my girlfriend okay. got it for me. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I was going to say, I can't remember if Kirsten or I got that for you. <laughs> that, that would be Kirsten. Was, then it was Christmas, because I remember I gave away a painting. Gotcha. A certain painting oh. I refused yeah. from someone's girlfriend that she made when she was 14. Yeah, um, we don't need to talk about my ex. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but that painting. <laughs> okay, so slightly off from that subject, I guess outside of myself, I feel like I've you've seen long-term relationships where it seemed like you had gone from one and within less than a year had gone straight into another. How do you think you've basically ended up so much in long-term relationships. Yeah, so I think there are a couple of reasons for that. Um, <laughs> I have hypothesis. What? I know one reason why it probably went into the next semi-quickly, and that's because the first one... <laughs> let's just say you people mentally leave a relationship that they don't want to be in a while before they actually leave it. Yeah. And there might have been a long period of time of, I don't want to be in it. Yeah. Um... So I guess disregard my previous statement about we don't need to talk about my ex. We don't need to dive but... too deep into that subject. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it, it's fine. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Was it just I, too long a period of basically like, I want to be out of this relationship, but trying to make it work? A big part of that, yeah. Cause... So I was, I dated my ex for four and a half years, starting sophomore year of high school, going through sophomore year of college. Um, which was about two years ago now. 
And um, I mean, pretty standard high school relationship that we just continued when we went to college. But um, for the last half of it, at least, it, I don't know, like it just happens sometimes where you are not happy in a relationship. Um, but I think the reason that I've been in long-term relationships so long, that one specifically, is because I don't like to leave. You know, it's it's one part Understandable. That, it's one part comfort, it's one part fear of the unknown and all that. And it's important, I think, to note here that that was my first long-term relationship. Yeah. Um, so I lacked a lot of context on what a good relationship was supposed to be like. Um, As most people do at that age. Yeah. I think that was definitely a factor in why that relationship lasted so long. Um, and then to answer the second part of your question on uh, why there was a very short time between relationships, uh, I mean, Drew hit the nail on the head. Mentally, I had been ready to leave for a while. Um, the other half of that is also that um, that was an open relationship for a good portion of the time, um, which is a, a whole topic, but uh, long story short... Meet people. Hmm? Makes it easier to meet people and actually be open to the idea oh, of, yeah. oh, I might actually like this other person too. A hundred percent, yeah. Uh. Um, and some people think of like open relationships as a, a band-aid you slap over a relationship. <laughs> like, oh, maybe we'll be happier if we just see other people. Um, and personally, that's not my take on it. You know, I just uh, like the idea of and enjoy that type of relationship. Um, Definitely seems like the type of, I feel like it's more lifestyle choice than it is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It just seems like the type of thing that someone would experiment with if they're just like, I don't know what to do. And then they just throw something out there and they're like, let's try something. Yeah. yeah. It's like everyone comes with not knowing what to do differently. Some people do an open relationship. Some people play video games until their hands break. And some people just read a crap ton of books. <laughs> there you go. Definitely <laughs> ended up in physical therapy for six months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you caused your next injury that from working out too much, which more months of therapy. Yeah, I've definitely been in plenty of PT before. I really want to say, like, the first two years that we lived together, you were in physical therapy. We need to get yeah. you a t-shirt that just says, I got my carpal tunnel from video games. <laughs> it's actually been very common in a lot of uh, pro players these days. I believe it. I've been very surprised. Like, Can you uh, get one of those, like, most like people mouse it takes pads with years, the though. padding that's shaped like an anime girl? You <laughs> oh, need that, no. Grady. It's for your health. You can't have your Treat girl yourself. over to your place and have, like, anime titties <laughs> hanging out there. That's hey, just not going to go over well. about titties. <laughs> I mean, Excuse I me. guess. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, it's just their arms because they're giving you love and affection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that'll Why'd you go make this dirty, Grady? Well. I'm sure that'll go over real well with your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so I've had an experience living with Drew as far as spent a whole year sharing a room about this size. If you guys are on YouTube, you can see. We had our own beds and everything and shared a bathroom with two other guys. But did you Same use your own beds? Like. Yes. <laughs> we all, I don't know. Only we, in the summer when it was too warm. <laughs> ah, yeah. Had a couch too. That was it was very nice to be able to switch spots. Yeah. So I guess I've seen that part of things, but what has it been like for you as far as living with Drew? It yeah. So um. So I lived with Drew. We rented a four bedroom house, 
um, off campus. So we yes. were not crammed into like a single room dorm. Yeah, we all had a little bit of privacy, which is yeah. nice. Um, I'll be honest, um, privacy was fantastic. Well, I mean, you had your own bathroom and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got lucky. I got the master bedroom with, yeah, the extra bathroom that and all that. That place was huge. That bedroom <laughs> was huge. But it was also long, kind of like your dorm room here. It was a bit awkward. Yeah. It's hard to make use of space if it's too much in one direction. Yeah. You notice how this room is kind of cramped in this direction. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so let's see. Living with Drew was, it was really fun, to be honest. Um, I think that we had just the right, uh, amount of, like, personal space and shared space. Drew's a good roommate. Like, at, which is always a fear that you're not, because you if you're a bad roommate, people won't tell you. They'll just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, they'll talk with your other roommates about the fact that you're not a good roommate, and I then you won't know until the year's over. About my career. <laughs> oh, no. We're not no, even we going to go there. Yeah. I don't know. Should, should I ask if, uh, was I the one being talked about with you guys? Not really. Oh, good. I didn't really hear much anything. Except for the dishes, right? Yeah, we talked about the dishes. But we also talked about th that to your face. That's fair. Listen, I will own that fact. I was it's like, not Who good. needs a sink, right? Like, <laughs> let's just fill it up. Oh, <laughs> like, oh how much can you put in there? Let's play Tetris. Maybe the place will disappear. Listen, you guys said, oh my god, how much more can you fill that? And I took it as a challenge. I have never spoken those words about it. <laughs> True, that sounds like my your guys' freezer right now. That thing yeah. is filled to the brim. Oh we have five dudes sharing one fridge. Really? You di you guys didn't get another mini fridge or something? Uh, some people, and by some people, I mean Cameron has one in his bedroom. Yeah. But he's the only one with a mini fridge. Well, so uh, Cameron was also my roommate freshman year, and he's always We've kept that mini fridge like to circling. himself. He's possessive of it. Yeah. yeah. Having your own fridge is nice. It is. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, hey, I'm not really using mine, so maybe we can work something out. And always sell them, especially around ASU. It is so easy oh, to get yeah. rid of these things. You always know somebody who's like, oh, I didn't buy one freshman year. My roommate bought it. Yeah. Stayed in front of the dorms on move-in. It was just like a thing saying 50 bucks. Yep. Or well, sometimes if you go down, when people are moving out, they sometimes throw them out. And they'll have a collection area where people are, where it's for donations. But if you go in there quick enough, you can just take it for free. Nice. And as someone who works here, I've seen it happen many times. You're not to stop them? So no, it's being donated, so it's like it's donated you're donating to it to someone said. else. It, someone else needed it, so it's not a big deal. So, so what I'm hearing here is that if I wanted to get back into flipping, I would have a free source of things to sell. If you I come by the dumpsters at ASU right around move-out time, it's highly profitable. Throw it in the back. Heck yeah. <laughs> if you're good at flipping futons, oof, those things. They, yeah. just throw, they take whole futons and just okay. chuck them. No, I, I can't futon flip futons. Grady. I'm not strong enough. <laughs> right, you're listening right. to this you can't see the glare i'm giving micah right now <laughs> like did you that's my job <laughs> puns partners in punship oh my <laughs> that's right i'm uh, gonna turn this into a comedy podcast punchers. practicing for my future career in stand-up Nice little nighttime I mean, gig. Looks like you're not being very great at it right now. Oof. Still sitting. Big oof. You know what? I will not stand for this sort of abuse. No, because you're sitting. I exactly. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Guys, he caught on to the joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll dive back into questions. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> I have no um, idea. So, 
one question I've been enjoying asking people, it's led to some interesting answers, is yeah. what are the three biggest lessons that you've learned, I guess, in general, that you would want oh, other people to know and implement into their lives themselves? Yeah, so this Questions is one I had to give a little bit of thought to. Um, uh, actually, let me, I made a, a note here, so I remembered it. Gotcha. Always We've learned good maybe not prepared. surprising people with this kind of deep question is maybe yeah. a good idea. Well, we also learned that Micah likes to come prepared. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> I am really bad at remembering things that are said to me unless they're written down. So I've made a habit of taking notes for just everything. My, my home office is like sticky notes and notepads and lists for days. <laughs> you look did at one the walls and there's pranks. just sticky notes everywhere. Mm -hmm. So if someone did one of those sticky note pranks where they cover your entire room with sticky oh. notes, you'd be kind of happy. It's just oh, more man. writing space. Dude, free sticky notes, please. Like, who, whoever is doing those pranks, just send them my way. Make sure they're not written on, though. <laughs> yeah, Every just unused one. sticky notes, please. Every single one just has a big smiley face covering it, making See, it worthless. That'd be an asshole move. <laughs> it's like I'm doubling gonna... your work just to say screw you. Right? I'm going to come out there like so excited oh my god someone gifted me with a bunch of sticky notes i'm gonna use these for like the next two months what the they're there's they're all written on i have to toss them i'll write <laughs> on them the with, waste i'll write on them with pencil so you have the idea of maybe erasing them all oh that's just but torture. you won't because it's too much work so you're gonna be even more dissatisfied with your choice even that's just better, torture. it all <laughs> just smudges when you try and erase it <laughs> smudging enraged um, me as a child Wait a minute, there was a question here, right? Yes. yes. Three things. Yeah. Take away. <laughs> the moral of this story is I have ADHD. <laughs> and Dude, I'm quite close. <laughs> I, I was never, never, never took a test for it, but both my parents are very sure that I probably have it. I was just told to run every single day. Yeah. And this is why we all get along very well. That, there might be something to that. Explains a like, lot. What? Explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people self-diagnose and it's not actually like a deficit, but sometimes it's just like it's still something there. I don't know. Definitely a spectrum of things. We're all functioning. Yeah. Yeah. How well we function is a different story. Also depends on the day. This is true. Yeah. I only function on days that end in Y. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The joke is that all the days... And then why? I don't Grady. think you're supposed to explain the joke, Grady. I think people know it, the English language. I don't know. You know, I you can... listen to podcasts and I don't think. You can never assume these things. <laughs> you just kind of laugh along and don't know what's happening. I've and then you're like, oh, that's funny. I don't know why, but it's funny. Hey, you guys want to hear a joke? Sure. What happens when you put three people with ADHD in the same room? They don't answer the damn question. Yeah. They don't answer the question. You have question. to ask the question three times. <laughs> um, so you, you asked me uh, what three lessons I've learned that I think I want other people to know. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the number one thing, probably the biggest one, um, that I've learned in the last couple months has been, um, and I apologize to jerk the audience right from jokes to... <laughs> the heavy stuff but really just appreciate the people in your life because they're not going to be there forever i had um since this last summer it's november now so in the last couple months i've had two family members pass away 
and another one have a stroke and it has been a difficult couple of months that's but a lot very quickly yeah when it rains it pours rapid succession um so but but the the thing that struck me afterwards um when my grandpa passed away last month and this is the same grandpa i mentioned before who's had a big impact on like my interest and goals right um you know I haven't had the chance to visit him recently, in the last couple of years, actually. You know, when I was younger, my family used to take trips once or twice a year, at least, to visit him in California. Gotcha. Um, you know, take a long weekend, stay with him, get to see my grandpa. Um, you know, and, and similar story with the other family member I lost, who was my great-grandpa on, uh, on the other side of my family. Um, you know, in his case, he lived to be 103, so can't well, that, claim that he didn't have a good life. That's impressive. <laughs> Damn straight. If you can get um, over that triple digit, that, that's something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if any of my great-grandparents have ever been alive when I was born. Damn, I that's had... impressive for yours to have been alive when you were in your 20s. Yeah. Um, now, I only got to meet him once because he, you know, lives far away, and I'm not terribly close with that side of my family. And he can't but, really travel. Yeah, exactly. But, um, so the... The last year or so since I visited him the first time, I had been planning on traveling to visit him during a school break, maybe spring break or summer or something. When you have time. Basically. Exactly. When I have time and can afford an airline ticket, you know, yeah, ideally that is I'll, a big part of things. I'll bring my girlfriend and introduce her to that side of the family and it'll be great. Oh, but that means I have to save up for another ticket. And you, you keep putting it off for those things. And then he dies. Yep. You know? You keep waiting for the next time your family invites you to go with them and visit your grandpa. And then he catches COVID and passes away. And, you know, you can make all the excuses in the world for it and put it off. But if you keep doing that, you will just never have the chance to, uh, to have those opportunities if you don't make them. And that's time that you will never, ever get back. Which and, people uh, do not appreciate when they aren't which, yeah. in that situation. And that really is like a lesson for so many aspects of life, but I think it does apply most to people. It's like, yeah, time is the only resource you can never get more of. Exactly. And um, I, I like what you said there, that this can apply to anything, not just people. I think it applies to all the things in life that you find fulfilling, whatever that means for you specifically. Like, Drew, you and I have talked about this, where, um, you know, we talked about, like, what things really give meaning to our life, what, yeah. like, f makes us feel fulfilled. And you and I um, shared two major things, which was um, the people in our lives that are close to us, you know, spending real quality time with them and visiting places and kind of seeing the world. And it doesn't have to be, like, trips to Europe, but, like, go to the local state park and do a hike yeah you know that's the Explore. kind of shit it makes you feel invigorated you know yeah. um especially like with all the shit that's been going on this year we need it now more than especially. ever and even though it's harder to find those times i think it's even more important now someone just say weekend plans <laughs> hell yeah but yeah that's my my number one thing i think is you know identify those things in your life that you really do care about and make time for them otherwise it won't happen uh, and you've seen so many people 
Learn that lesson the hard way. Oh, you never learn times. it before it's too late. Yeah. yeah. And then after time, you might forget again, and then it hits you again. Right. Yeah. Some people... I'm glad that you've learned this at this age. Me too. Versus 30 years from now. True. <laughs> I, that is usually the worst time for it to have happen when you have all of these other things in your life that have already happened. Yeah. yeah. That's a great lesson to learn like before you start having like, your own family. Right. Then you'll start to prioritize them too instead of being, no offense to those that are, but being one of those dads that kind of works all day and doesn't hang out with their family. So I'm, I'm providing right. for them. It's okay. I don't need to see them. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know what our time looks like, but I've got a story to share on that if we have an extra couple minutes. Yeah, we're sitting here at 28 minutes, but honestly, this is going pretty well. So I feel like we're just going to keep rolling until we don't want to anymore.